Hey guys, I'm recording this here on April 5th. It's Sunday. Everyone's trying to survive the crisis. Quick note to you guys, we are moving. You know, you used to delay these episodes by, you know, four to eight months after we recorded them in terms of releasing them on the podcast. We've changed that. A lot of these interviews you're going to hear over the next many months are going to be ones we recorded only days prior. We think that's a smarter way to run the show. I've made the change. So expect more urgent information coming out. Secondly, I am getting destroyed on iTunes reviews by these people that say Nathan's rude, he's hard hitting, blah, 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 which by the way, I am. It's part of my style. It's what works. The problem is people that love that style never take the time to go leave a five-star review. So I only get one or five-star reviews on iTunes. And right now there's a streak of one-star reviews that is driving me crazy. It would mean the world to me, guys. If you're loving the show, you love how direct I am, you like the style, if you go leave a review on iTunes now, if you do that and tweet it to me, text it to me, email it to me, whatever you want. I'm going to reply with a very special surprise. I think a lot of you guys will really like it is heavy, heavy data oriented. All right. So I appreciate that. Thanks guys. Enjoy the show. Company MedStack playing in the med uh, and health tech space, trying to make sure that information sent from patients back to the healthcare providers is safe and secure and the document and the data access is well documented. They've grown their company from call it 300 grand in ARR up to 600, 700 grand in ARR today, hoping to cross that million dollar mark here in the next year or so. They've raised $2.3 million to do it, looking for a $500,000 extension right now as they continue to scale out onto their product, maybe bring on two or three more people, seven on the team right now, three engineers, one salesperson, burning about 100000 dollars per month. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Balaji Gopalan. He is the CEO and founder of a company called MedStack, focused on... Uh, well, he is an educator and thought leader in the platform and software product strategy and is, and is passionately driven by the role of technology in addressing societal problems. MedStack supports many digital health companies in protecting, patient and as pa- protecting the patient and has been awarded accolades in the Canadian Advanced Technology Alliance and TechCrunch. All right, Balaji, you ready to take us to the top? I am indeed. All right. So give us a real example here because health, you know, health tech stuff, people sometimes don't understand. How is somebody using you and who is using you? Yeah, that's right. Uh, So our customers are companies building digital health solutions, which is any kind of product that deals with health data in the cloud. And health data could actually be something biological, such as a condition or prescription, or even just something that identifies the patient, uh, their address, their appointments, et cetera. If you're a company dealing with any of that data, working with someone in the healthcare system, a hospital, an insurance company, public health organization, clinic network, et cetera, they will require you to meet certain standards that they are beholden to from a legal perspective for protecting that patient's data. Those companies, companies doing things like telemedicine, at-home monitoring, healthcare scheduling, um, even things like diet and fitness trackers, and then more complicated things like uh, uh, monitoring medical devices, they use us as a infrastructure with pre-built commitments and guarantees for to their customers of how they're handling the data in the cloud and what policies they are following. We help them with all those guarantees. We answer all of the questions for them. And then we provide them an infrastructure that's predefined with security and privacy protocols built in so that when they use us as a backend, all those guarantees are actually met. Because of the virus, there's a lot of healthcare flows right now mm-hmm. moving digital. Your business should be exploding right now. It is indeed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm. Uh, I, I need to be careful how I characterize it, but I think the thing that I'd like to say is, in this uh, crazy situation we're in, in this pandemic, and lots of people suffering, we're fortunate that we have innovators who are building solutions we can take advantage of uh, to solve some very, very specific things pertinent to the pandemic. The first is as the healthcare capacity gets strained with so many people going to the emergency department, the importance of telemedicine 
and video consults with doctors, not just for COVID-19 testing, but for any medical condition, have suddenly become far more important, especially if you consider maybe the patient or the physician themselves are in quarantine. How do you continue with that engagement? Secondly, things like uh, using AI for genomics analysis and DNA analysis to determine a vaccine and find a cure, that has suddenly become more important. Um, companies that, that do home monitoring for chronic conditions so that the patient doesn't have to go to their specialist if they have a heart condition or diabetes as much or as often because they have systems at home that monitor the condition, that's become more important. And then finally, things like um, remote testing devices for the virus itself, which may be using a cloud-based technology in the back end and the data from the patient to determine if they actually have it. There's a lot of companies that are working on building things like that. And all of this requires data in the cloud and all requires trust because as soon as this mass adoption of these digital health technologies is coupled with a breach, the public trust and the trust of the healthcare enterprises will be dropped and that will grind everything to a halt. But isn't isn't that less of a question of if and more of a question of when? I mean, if Russia can, can get into like government accounts and emails right now, and, and let's say all of us are now at home and we have, you know, let me come up with some device. The device that, you know, the, the hospital will put on your finger to test like your oxygen levels in your blood. Let's say we all have one of those at our home and we transmit that weekly via digital, you know, channels to our healthcare providers. Let's say that gets hacked. Are you saying your technology basically is what sits in between there and tries to keep that safe yeah yeah so i mean anybody who's in it who's a security technologist will tell you that unhackable is a myth right yeah. so everything can be if you work long and hard enough at it what our technology does is provide the right kinds of assurances that says we are tracking who had access to the data when they accessed it how they accessed it from a back-end administrative perspective we're managing the, the 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 giving of the rights and the removing of the rights of access to that data the data backups the infrastructure data security and the monitoring for such things as security incidents. So we don't assume that that security incidents will never happen. We provide a system in place to make sure that we know that they're happening and to reduce the likelihood of them. Happening. So you don't necessarily have a bunch of cybersecurity experts that you pay on your payroll trying to prevent hacks. What you're trying to say is you're going to document everything. So if a hack does happen, it's clearly documented. Well, it's more than just documentation. We have a system that monitors the infrastructure so that it knows automatically and provides us an alert if there is an untoward event. Interesting. Okay, very good. So last time you came on was back in July of 2018. You said you were serving about 45 customers at that point. How many customers are you serving today? Uh, close to 70. Okay, and, close to uh, 70. It's been, yeah, yeah, uh, probably 70 by now. Uh, obviously, the last couple of months have been, or last month, last few weeks have been pretty interesting for us from a dynamics perspective. Um, and we've had a lot of, not only new customers come on board, but a lot of growth with our existing customers. And I think the big things that have happened since we last spoke, uh, there's been a number of, of pretty important changes. The first one, obviously, we raised some financing at the end of that year. Um, and that was used to completely from the ground up rebuild our product. So how much raised um, to so, date? Uh, total raised to date is uh, $1.8 million. Okay, so you raised about $1.3 after our interview. Yeah, well, sorry, 1.8, 1.8 was the raise, and then we'd raised half a million before that. Oh, got so, it. Yeah. And that raised, yeah, yeah. So 2.3 total um, since the life of the company. And uh, and we used, uh, we used the raise to rebuild a new product called MedStack Control, which delivers all of the same privacy and security commitments we delivered to those original set of customers, but now introduces a lot more power for them. Because the problem was before, they would need to work with us if they wanted to make any iterative changes to the technology architecture to support their app a bigger server, a different server, a different kind of framework running on the server. 
all the security stuff we were handling, but their ability to iterate was limited because it was a concierge service through us. MedStack Control is a completely self-service machine-driven system. So they have a console, they can log in, they can add and uh, delete administrative users and change and, and grow and, and shrink the infrastructure as they need. So we launched that uh, the third quarter of 2019. It's the only thing we're selling now. Uh, it's completely changed our kind of sales cycle. And then we've also introduced a new business model that's more in tune with our value proposition. This is actually a very recent development, uh, but uh, but it's worked very, very well for us. So now we're saying, you know, what you're paying for is MedStack's assurances, all of the policies, all of the support for the questionnaires. We actually have a little bit of a natural language processing element that helps us answer those questions as well. Uh, that's our SaaS fee. On top of that, we simply pass through the underlying cloud infrastructure costs that you actually use with a very small markup on top for the security technology that we add on top. Mm -hmm. And that's our new business model. Customers are still, you know, average ARPU is still about 700 bucks a month. It's grown a little bit because of the new business model, but that's very, very recent. So we're, we're probably close to a little bit over eight now, okay. uh, maybe 850. Okay, 800-ish. Yeah. I mean, so can I take 800-ish per month on average times those 70 employees? I mean, you're doing like 50, 60 grand a month right now in revenue? Yes, we are. Okay, and that's up from like 20, 30 grand a month about 18 months ago. Yeah. yeah. So healthy growth. Now to drive that growth, did you burn through that full 1.8 million or do you still have some of that cash in the bank? We are doing a seed extension right now. A lot of that was put towards the building of MedStack Control uh, and some uh, some marketing experience we did. We've done a recent shift to a more inbound focused strategy, which is actually working well for us. Uh, and uh, we've done a lot of sort of cleanup of our operational costs and infrastructure efficiency. How much, of the uh, the how much is the extension for? Uh, the extension is a half a million. Okay. And so, I mean, what is that like right now? You're in the middle of a recession. You're going back to your current VCs and potentially new ones saying, hey, can we get a half million extension? I mean, yeah. how do you get that done in today's environment? Yeah, it's it's not, I, I, I won't lie and say it's it's easy. It is certainly challenging. But what I think people are looking for is, you know, where do, if you're an investor, where do you go right now? Um, with, with so many companies that are cash. unfortunately they hold cash. They hold cash. But people are looking also for what's going to be the next thing. And so we have had actually a good amount of interest from people saying, well, what is this digital health thing that everybody seems to be gravitating towards? And what are you guys actually doing with it? Uh, and, you know, fortunately, we're in a situation where, you know, we're still running pretty lean, actually very, very lean. Um, what does that but, mean? Uh, like, are you profitable today? No, we're not. No, we're okay. Not. So uh, what does lean we, mean? Like less than 100 grand a month burn? Uh, yeah, yeah, thereabouts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we grew the team. We we shrunk it a little bit. Uh, we found some efficiencies and optimizations of where we wanted to actually focus our resources. So now we're a team of seven. Uh, we were a little bit before, um, and uh, and we're looking to bring on a couple more in the next uh, in the next you know couple of months. Uh, probably stay about that level for the major part of the year. Uh, the other big thing that we did. Wait, those two things are opposite. Are you staying at seven or you're hiring more? We're hiring a couple more in the next few months, and then we'll stay that that way for the rest. Of I the see. Year. How many engineers today of Probably the seven? Nine. Hmm? How many Sorry? engineers of the seven? Uh, about half. Okay, so call it three, four, three. and then any quota carrying in sales reps. Uh, one. Yes. One. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yep. Interesting. Okay, so so a couple of questions on the extension, right? Why do an extension? It's going to obviously be, be pretty dilutive, I imagine. Um. Yeah. It depends. We're you know we we're, we we. We have come up with terms that we feel are favorable to the current environment, taking into account the growth that we have. We're not being terribly aggressive. Uh, it's not a massive raise. You know, we're, we're, we're looking at a half a million dollars. Basically, the reason we're doing the extension is there's things we want to achieve to put us in a better position 
for a Series A. And that was a decision even before the current crisis actually hit. Uh, you know, we want to cross the 100 company mark. We want to cross the million ARR mark. Uh, we want to have a few companies of a larger size, which I think tells a bit better better story. And we're getting some of those in now. Uh, so um, the the you know finances from the raise were used to build Medstock Control. The other thing that they were used to, to do was to achieve some very, very complicated and important industry certifications, which we now have and have done in a way that actually our customers can inherit large parts of them for their own certification activities, which is pretty significant. Would, you ever, actually, would you ever look at raising this capital, not on an equity basis, but raising debt? We looked at it because we are a company that services very small companies on a SaaS month to month basis. We don't have very large AR which is sometimes required for a debt uh, type of transaction. So that's uh, we, we're exploring all the options right now, but that's sort of been the surmise that we've actually- Sorry, you're seen. saying because you're less than a million dollars in ARR, the debt providers won't, don't want to do a deal with you? No, it's more, it's more the fact that what they're looking for is to collateralize on longer term contracts that are much bigger. Whereas our contracts are less than a thousand dollars and they're month to month, right? So, which is, which is pretty typical of a developer platform type company. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I talk. I know many debt providers that don't care about how big the contract is. What they care about is customer concentration risk. So they yeah. they, they don't mind if if you have a thousand customers paying a dollar or one customer paying a thousand. What they care about is that not one customer makes up more than thirty percent of your monthly revenue, which, which yeah. you don't which have. Is not a, we don't have that. Yeah. So yeah. we have had a number of conversations with some debt providers, and some of those are ongoing as well. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one favorite business book. Favorite business book right now. Hard thing about hard things. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, the CEO of following I'm studying, uh, probably the same answer I gave you last time. Uh, the CEO of Shopify, and I think some of the things he's doing in the current environment are pretty admirable. Number uh, Toby, uh, number three. What's your favorite online tool for building the company? Uh, online tool for building the company still Slack. Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Not enough. Five, six. Okay. And situation: married, single, kids. Saying uh, married, two kids who are over there kind of doing homeschooling right now. <laughs> and how old are you? I am 47. 47. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, what I wish my 20-year-old self knew was uh, how important it would be to constantly be questioning the assumptions that you have. Yep. Guys, good stuff. Again, the company MedStack playing in the med uh, and health tech space, trying to make sure that information sent from patients back to the healthcare providers is safe and secure and the document and the data access is well documented. They've grown their company from call it 300 grand in ARR up to 600, 700 grand in ARR today, hoping to cross that million dollar mark here in the next year or so. They've raised $2.3 million to do it, looking for a $500,000 extension right now as they continue to scale out onto their product, maybe bring on two or three more people, seven on the team right now, three engineers, one salesperson, burning about $100,000 per month. Balaji, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you very much, Nathan. Appreciate it.